Hello, International BTS Army! Welcome to the podcast. I am sitting in the car in the parking lot of Barnes & Noble, and I have some time, so I thought I would just come on here and talk about what's been going on lately, including some of the performances I've been able to see recently as newer BTS ARMY since I have just barely come into the fandom or the family since June last year, so the very end of June 2019, and I am very, very happy and blessed and excited to be a part of this. I'm very happy that my votes counted toward some of their awards because I never got to be a part of that before. I wasn't able to help, which they already won a lot of things and gained a lot of recognition and accomplished many of their dreams and goals, and I wasn't able to be a part of that because I didn't even know about them at the time. But for the end of 2019, I know that I was able to at least vote and be a part of those winnings. So I'm really, really happy that finally I got a chance to support them in something. And also I was able to purchase my first BTS albums for my collection in October. I think it was the very end of October, the night before, the night before Halloween or something. So I have the Love Yourself albums, and I also was given a copy of Map of the Soul Persona in a Secret Santa BTS exchange, gift exchange, um, on Twitter. So I was able to add to my collection with that, and I'm really happy um, that I have four CDs now. And actually, plus the other one, I was given a copy of Map of the Soul Persona from a local BTS army in Utah here, not far away from me. I haven't met her in person, but she gave it to me because she had an extra. And so now I have a number three and a number four, a version three and a version four, I believe. And um, it's really exciting to have those. So I'm really, really, really thankful. And of course, I am going to talk about the next Map of the Soul come back. Um, it'll be my very first comeback and I am excited. I'm not chomping at the bit like a lot of people are. I have the the feeling that why rush a good thing? Because like why clamor and why why should we continuously ask them and tell them to hurry and say I can't wait and I mean of course we can say I can't wait meaning I'm very excited about what's coming up. I am looking so forward to it and I know I'm going to enjoy it and you know all those wonderful feelings of anticipation but I feel like they're doing a very good job of what they're giving us and how often they are releasing things. I don't feel like too much time is going by between releases. I feel like everything they do is going to be meaningful. It's going to be proof and that they've worked very hard. They've put their hearts into it. They put all their energy energy into it. They put their skills and talents. They're, you know, they're polished. They're they're going to give us everything they can, and it is worth the wait. And so, meanwhile, if there are ever times where I feel like I want to watch something or listen to something that I haven't seen before of BTS, oh my goodness, it's endless the possibilities of what I can watch. There are so many videos out there. There's bongton bombs that I've never seen. There are practice videos I've never watched. There are a bunch of MVs I've never seen. There's a lot of Gaio and Run BTS and Bon Voyage that I've never seen. 
So before you go thinking that I haven't watched anything, <laughs> I have watched a few things. I've seen the Bangtan bombs, a, a few of them over the past four months. And I've seen a couple of V lives and I've watched a few past lives. And I have watched up through episode, I believe, eight or nine of Run BTS. I'm not in a hurry. I am a working adult. I am a divorced single mother. And I can't devote as much time to watching BTS content and listening to their music as I, was li as I would like to. It's not just music and it's not just fun videos. It's not just handsome guys. It is... They mean so much to me because of how they make my mind and my spirit and my heart feel where like all these different aspects of me have changed and my thoughts have changed and improved because I now have been introduced to BTS in my life and I wouldn't change it. I, I wouldn't go back to not knowing about them because my life wasn't as happy and my life wasn't as fulfilling. I just feel better about myself. I feel better about my day my week, you know, and I feel better even about challenges that are coming my way. I am a religious person, so I also believe in a higher power. I believe in a supreme being. So combining those two things, combining these seven guys that are giving us music and humor and philosophy and, you know, expression and all these different things and giving us beautiful imagery and giving us dance and all the things that they're doing the inspirational speeches and the little snippets of wisdom and just showing us that they work hard and they go after what they want and they're achieving their goals and dreams I combine that with my faith and together that that brings me more peace together that brings me more joy together that brings me more of uh, like a map or a pathway towards what I really think is important in life. So I wouldn't give up BTS to keep my religion, and I wouldn't give up my religion to keep BTS if you asked me to choose. And I don't think that's important to choose. So I just wanted to let you know that um, I lean on both my faith in God and my love for BTS to get me through a hard day. I absolutely love listening to BTS songs. I'm not sick of any of them. I can listen to them on repeat. Even the songs I don't know as well, or even the songs that are not my absolute favorites, I can still put them on repeat and not get sick of them. I, if it goes well with my Twitter and I'm able to keep up on podcasts and YouTube, I might add an Instagram, but I'm not sure because I'm really loving Twitter right now. I did not have a use for Twitter until I started knowing about BTS. And I didn't even create a Twitter account until, let me see if it tells me, when did I join? It says I joined in August 2019. So this episode was recorded using Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like me, you might be looking for a platform to create a podcast, but just not know what there is available. And Anchor, let me tell you, is free. There are creation tools within the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you so you can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
And that's really awesome because it can take a while to build a following. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is capital A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Happy podcasting. Um, Hello to any of you who might have found me from Twitter. Um, Hello to any of you that didn't know about my Twitter. That's where you can find me. And so I'm just trying to stay active on Twitter. That's where I find out about performances and releases. And when Make It Right featuring Lauv came out, was released, I tweeted a lot about that because that song, I hadn't heard it before until I heard that song. Uh, when when they released it, I watched it over and over again, and I loved it, and I cried, and I tweeted, and so that was really meaningful to me. And I still haven't heard all of Make It Right, um, just the original version with BTS. Maybe I've heard it a little bit, or most of it, or maybe, but I've heard it from my phone, and my phone doesn't have the greatest of speakers, so I'm looking forward to actually hearing it with good speakers. That's another reason why I'm not watching everything or listening to everything yet because I want to watch it on a better uh, device or equipment with better speakers so that I can actually hear the full effect and, you know, to get more out of it. So I was really happy to be able to finally catch a Live from... So I I caught a couple from Jimin during their break, their two-month break. Caught the second one and the third one. I just had a feeling that he was going to come on the next night. I don't know why, because I don't know Jimin that well. I had no clue whether he was going to come on again, but I know he came on three nights in a row. He was talking about Winter Bear and how much he had listened to it. He fell asleep listening to it and dreamed about it and woke up and it was still playing on repeat. That was so sweet, because Jimin is an amazing fan of BTS, of his members, and he supports them so well, and he loves them and so much. They all love each other so much, but there's something special about how Jimin will get on a Live and tell everybody how much he's enjoying a project from one of his members. And then, um, so I caught two of those lives, but then after that, I didn't catch any other lives um, as they were happening until later. So I was able to catch Jin's live um, of his birthday, sorry. I was able to catch Jin's live and then Suga's live, discussing Suga's interlude, his collab with Halsey. And so that was fun. Of course, I couldn't understand what they were saying, but it was fun to actually catch it uh, when it was happening. Okay, when Yoongi came on, when Suga came on his V live, it was around... 7.50 a.m. I don't know what time it was in Korea, but I believe that Korea is either 14 or 16 hours ahead of where I am in my time zone. So I got so happy and I was in the car driving when it happened and at a red light, I'm like, I don't, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your phone. Don't, you don't need to know who it is. You don't need to know who's doing the live. But then I'm thinking, well, they don't normally come on a V live at this time in the morning and I could finally catch it, and no, no, don't look at it, don't look at it, because you can't watch it while you're driving anyway, you won't understand what they're saying, and who knows if it's even going to be very long, maybe it will be really long, and you'll be able to just get home first, and then you can watch it, 
in real time without being focused on the road and being safe. But I pulled over, I pushed play on the live. I tuned into it on my phone. And I was so glad because when I saw it was Yoongi, I was like, oh, I don't remember if I started to cry. See, this is why I need to keep a journal. I just felt so, like, just warm in my heart, just so happy. I'm like, this is happening right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> why am I crying right now, guys? <laughs> this is happening right now. He's over there in another part of the world. He's in his country. And he's talking to us right now, and I get to see him right now. And I just felt so grateful. I loved the MMA performance where they all did their solos, but I also loved the mama performance, and I felt like Dionysus was even more um, amazing to me personally on the Mama Awards show. The Dionysus, um, for the MMAs, they had the horses and all of the people dressed in uniforms with the hats and the capes, I think it was. Um, so they had the horses, they had Jin on that, on that horse and in the white suit, and they had Jimin with the white sash that he was dancing with and throwing up in the air and spinning around and jumping. They had Jungkook in the water, and they had Yoongi with the fire, and J-Hope with the really cool dance. I don't know what it was, but it was awesome. And then who am I missing here? V was at the very beginning. He was dancing in his white and silver suit. It was sparkly. And then RM came at the end. And did he just march that long stage walkway or did he actually dance? I don't recall him dancing. I just recall him marching down, like walking very briskly. And he got the, what's that staff called that he was holding? But anyway... He got that and then they all sang together and performed and danced and it was wonderful. That was wonderful and it was beautiful and yes, Jimin's dance is amazing and beautiful and it made me cry and Jungkook's was also beautiful and amazing. Don't think I cried but I was just in awe and I watched it several times. And I do think that these boys are very handsome. Let me just put that out there. Yes, I'm older than them but I've always been attracted to Korean men and so I, I think they're beautiful. I think they're handsome. And so I didn't ignore that part. They looked amazing in their outfits. They looked amazing. Their bodies are in such good shape. Some of them have been working out more than the others in focused ways where they can get a lot more definition and then the outfits that they're wearing will accentuate that more. Um, but the Mama Awards. So if I've been talking about this as thinking that it was the the Mama Awards, I didn't mean to. I've been talking about the MMAs. Please forgive me. <laughs> That's why I feel like I need someone to join me on this podcast so that they can kind of keep me in check and be like, wait, 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 you were talking about the MMAs, not the Mama Awards. Yes. Everything that I said just now was about the MMAs. When I watched the Mama Awards, that was the one with the big snake, the big serpent up on stage. That, for some reason, that Dionysus performance really stood out to me. They just showed so much, like, I don't know, they showed so much so much energy and so much power. But like I told you guys, I have not seen very many MVs and there are a lot of dance practices I haven't watched and a lot of BTS performances I have not seen. So it is one of the times that I did see them dancing that I actually, it's kind of like one of my first times seeing them dancing. So 
to me, if I'm comparing it to only a couple of performances, then yes, this one stands out to me. But I know I've missed so many. Not that I've missed them, but I just haven't seen them. And the beautiful thing is, if I live long enough, if each of us lives long enough and we have the technology available, then we will be able to watch as much BTS content as we want. And we will be able to watch it over and over again and love it and relish it and savor it and just enjoy. And that's what I'm doing. I'm taking my time, loving it, rewinding it, pausing it, whatever I want to do. I will watch a video and then I'll finish watching it and I'll watch it for all of them and I'll say, okay, well now I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch only one member this time. Then I'll watch it again. I'll replay and I'll say, I'll watch another member this time. And I really love that we can do that. It's absolutely amazing. My boys don't know what it's like not to have the capabilities and accessibility technology-wise to be able to love your favorite group this way. Uh, sorry, they don't know what it's like to not be able to love them this way and to not be able to support them this way because when I was little and when I was a teen, I didn't have access to MTV, didn't have access to music videos, I didn't have cable, I didn't have a VCR, I didn't have a DVD player, I didn't have, you know, we didn't have the i the iPads and the iPods and the tablets and the laptops and all that. We didn't have that. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have any of it. So for any of you out there who has never lived without these things, consider yourself blessed because there were many of us who had to grow up trying to be a fan of a group or an artist or a show or whatever and couldn't get access to it. And that was me. But I've never been a fan of anything or anyone the way that I am of BTS. So that's how I know this is not just a phase. It's not just a fad and it's not going away for me. This is it for me. This is something that I'm going to love my whole life. Okay, yeah, I watched the New Year's Rockin' Eve. That was fun. And I felt I felt like it was live even though it was already aired in the East Coast. I think it was it was on a couple hours before mine. Um, New Year's Eve. Let me tell you. That day, um, at the last minute, my son's really good friend invited him to go ro to to go ice skating. Sorry, I almost said roller skating. And so they went to the Olympic Oval here in Utah, and they went ice skating. And my son hit a I don't know if there was like a little, you know, when you're skating after a while, it's not completely smooth and the Zamboni or whatever the big machine is called that resurfaces the ice and smooths it all down melts it and then smooths it over with the big brushes that drag behind it. Um, after a while that the ice is not as smooth and there are places where people have dug their picks in or there are places where maybe kids like on purpose dug their picks in and created holes or dents in the ice. Well, my son hit a patch of that, and he tried to stop himself from falling, and as he did, he put his arms back to try to catch him, or to try to slow his fall, or to try to brace himself, and he ended up breaking his wrist in two places. And so I went to the emergency room with my son, and that's where we spent the next three hours. And I was worried about him, of course, but they said that the break was the best kind of break to get in the wrist and that it would be swollen for maybe up to a week. They said 
the bad news is it is broken. So you get to spend your New Year's with a broken wrist and you're going to have a cast. But the good news is if you're going to have a break, this is the best one to get because it doesn't need surgery. Excuse me, it doesn't need surgery. Thing, I kind of was laughing in a way, trying to keep my spirits up, trying to keep my son's spirits up. I was saying, you might not be happy about this right now, but you'll be able to tell all your friends that you broke your wrist on New Year's Eve. And your friends can sign your cast and all that stuff. And it's your first injury where you've ever had to go to the hospital for it. And like just trying to cheer him up. And he's like, this is not cool. It's not okay. I can't hold this. I can't do my homework. I can't do that. Whatever. I won't be able to do this or that. And he was all really just crabby and cranky about it. But when BTS came on, I was really happy that they hadn't, that it hadn't aired yet for me. Um, I'm in mountain standard time and my friend said, oh, it already aired. And I was like, no, I missed it. I didn't want to miss it. I want to watch it live because Never have I been able to watch BTS live while they were performing in our country. I thought that Jimin did it on purpose to be funny. <laughs> and so, anyway, that was really fun. When it came on, I was like, boys, can we please experience this together? Please, it would mean so much to me. They're like, uh, I guess. So they put down their stuff and they came in. And I'm like, oh, even if you're not into it like I am, please, can we just please watch this together? They're like, okay. So we watched it. We enjoyed it. We saw the Make It Right choreography. They're on those red stairs and they're looking so cool and swag, swagger, um, just looking so great. And then they come down the stairs, they walk through the crowds uh, along the barricade and then they come up on the stage and there's dry ice and things and then they go into Boy With Love. And <laughs> I recorded it. Of course, I watched the TV screen. I didn't watch my phone, but I just kind of held it recorded it because I just wanted to see what I would say or do later. I just wanted to see, you know, watch it again from my perspective. And when Jimin's loose, you know, flowy, blousey sweater, um, when he <laughs> got into the center to sing his line or to, you know, get into the formation during the Boy With Love dance choreography and his sweater came up over his head, I said, what the heck? Why? Afterwards, I got on Twitter and I searched up um, trending topic Jimin on New Year's Eve. And it came up that um, people were posting it over and over again. And they were saying, only BTS would do something like this. Only, B only BTS would feel this comfortable being so, so relaxed and so having so much fun in their performance. And I'm like, okay, so he did it on purpose. But then... I watched a bunch of other videos where people were like, no, he didn't do it on purpose. Watch. And so, like, they had taken very short video. And you can see how Jimin looks very surprised. Like, what? What just happened to me? Is this really? <laughs> my sweater's up over my head like this? And it was in the back. <laughs> it was in the back over his head. So it's not, like, all the way over his head. It's not covering his face or anything. But it's up over his head like a hoodie. But it's a sweater. It's not a hoodie. And the look on his face is just so surprised. Like, huh? <laughs> What's going on right now? And then you just see J-Hope. Oh my goodness. He's cracking up. And Jin in the back is cracking up. And then Jungkook, he's smiling. And V is smiling. And it's so sweet. It's just such a fun moment. And so from what I can conclude, from what a lot of people also concluded, is that that was... A little wardrobe malfunction and that Jimin did not do it on purpose. That was really cute. 
And then, um, we didn't ring in the new year with fireworks or, um, like I'm not a drinker, so we didn't drink anything. I didn't drink any alcohol, but we did have what we call sparkling juice. So hopefully, and it is my goal that I can meet some local army, local armies. And so hopefully if there's anybody who wants to celebrate, who's not busy with their family and friends, who wants to celebrate and watch BTS if they're going to be on any New Year's specials or watch BTS content anyway just because we want to because we love them and that's how we want to spend our New Year's Eve. That would be pretty fun for me. I'd love that. So now it's time to talk about the comeback news that we've had that has been popping up in our lives on Twitter and in Weverse this week. There was a number seven that showed up in a tweet by BTS and it was just a seven and then it got deleted very quickly and I was like hmm seven I wonder what that's about but people of course started tweeting it like crazy took screenshots everything and then it was announced officially in Weverse that the date for the comeback is February 21st yes so that's my first comeback everybody I came in a couple months after the map of the soul persona and Boy With Love is the song that got me into it. I saw BTS performing on a show. Um, it was after the show aired. It was a couple weeks later, I believe. But that's the song that intrigued me. I got into it. Love it. And it will be my very first comeback. And I am hoping that I can buy the album. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hoping for a chance to have that physical copy and the beautiful pictures and the lyric book and everything. So that is super exciting. The pre-order links are going to go up in the next few hours. So January 9th is tomorrow in my country, in the United States. And the pre-order links are going up tomorrow. I don't know where you can order them. I've heard you can order on Target and Amazon. I don't know if you can also order straight from Big Hits website, but I hope so. Um, I've heard also that there's going to be a ton of traffic and that certain websites might not work very well because there's going to be so many people ordering. And I think that you can order more than one copy. I, I guess. I'm, I don't know. I know a lot of people pre-ordered Map of the Soul Persona. Uh, excuse me. So um, <clears throat> I'm not planning on pre-ordering just because I don't have the, the budget for it right now. But you do have until February 20th to pre-order. And like I said, the comeback date, it will be released on the 21st. So I don't know when you actually receive your copy, but um, I might pre-order by then if I, if I can. Oh, it looks like a big hit. No, it looks like BTS just gave a pre- Oh, they gave the links! Okay, that brings tears to my eyes, you guys. I see it here. We Ply, Big Hit Shop, US only, Amazon, Target, and then HMV in the UK. Oh, the Map of the Soul. It's a seven pre-order notice. Here are the links, you guys. They're up. Oh my goodness, that's so exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> oh, congratulations, BTS. 
Oh, congratulations, boys. And congratulations, army. I'm laughing and crying. <laughs> oh, so happy. I'm so excited for everybody. They've worked so hard. I'm so excited. So, whoo, let me pull myself together. <laughs> let me pull myself together. I'm going to read this tweet. Woo! Boy, I can barely see my screen. Get these tears wiped away. Okay. Usually I scroll down to see if there's a translation in case I need it. Oh, okay. Alright, so you can order and get the the um, the random version. Or you can order to get the whole set. Oh, I can't stop crying. <laughs> oh, man. Their parents must be so proud of them. Oh, congratulations, BTS members' parents. Your boys did it again, again, and again, and again, and again, and again. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, wow. So you can order a random copy, versions one through four. You don't have a say in what you get, and you just wait and see what you get. Or you can order the whole set. Oh, <laughs> this is so exciting. I'm so proud of them, and this comeback is going to be so amazing and so meaningful, and it's my first one. And I love BTS so much, you guys. We all do. We can all relate to each other. Oh, it's just so beautiful just thinking about it. Oh boy, if you are not sure why the hype for BTS, you will find out very soon. And I, I just encourage you to just take it, just take it in the most relaxed and natural, authentic and raw way that you want to. Make it your own experience. Oh, just enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. It's so amazing. Oh boy. Okay, so let's go over the schedule. Um, they released it, and I'm sure a lot of us have seen the, the picture already, but you have seven number sevens uh, laid ov over each other, digitally or graphically, and they're all different colors. There's a greenish blue, there's a blue, there's a yellow, there's an orangish yellow, and there's a more like a whitish cream color. And someone pointed out on a YouTube video, in a YouTube video, that the colors match the same colors on the hot air balloon of the HYYH um, album cover. Is that right? So I, I don't know if I would have ever noticed that myself. But, okay, I thought I took a picture of the schedule. Yes, here it is. Okay, so there are four phases, everyone. Um, the main dates that I'm looking at are, of course, the comeback trailers, the first single being released, the next, uh, what is that? 
the concept photos being released, the track list being released, and then, of course, the album. Woo! On February 21st. And then the official MV for the lead single is going to be released. So, January 10th, we get the trailer, you guys. <laughs> and I've never seen a comeback trailer before. I don't even know what it is. Oh, I don't even know what it is. But it's... Uh, probably really short. You know what? I don't let me lie. I totally have seen a comeback trailer. Have I? ATs. I was watching a couple of ATs videos, um, a couple days ago and they had all these 16 second videos and they were all titled treasure. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I, I do like ATs also. Okay, so I think what I watched was comeback trailers, I guess. I don't know because I didn't watch everything. I didn't know what a comeback was. I mean, I heard the word comeback and I heard that every time uh, the Korean artists release a new album, it's called a comeback, but I didn't know that there was so much more to a comeback than just the album being released, the album dropping, as we say, in the U.S. And so there's a big schedule about it that's going to cover from phase one, which starts on January 10th, down to phase four being completed on February 28th. That's the last day of February. Are we right? Am I right? Let me check and see if this is year is a leap year or not. Because I don't remember. Oh yeah. It's leap year this year. Ooh. Happy birthday to everybody that was born on February 29th. All the leap year babies. So January 10th, the comeback trailer, Shadow. Then we have some Connect BTS online, London and Berlin. Then January 17th, a week later, we have the first single release and then an art film performed by the MN Dance Company. I think they're contemporary dance artists, but I'm not totally sure. And you can probably find a clip of them somewhere in Google or YouTube. Phase 2 will begin January 21st. They have more Connect BTS in Buenos Aires and uh, Soul, and then they have another comeback trailer, Ego, February 3rd. Congratulations, BTS, for how excited and how happy you're making people feel. Thank you so much. Connect BTS again, uh, February 5th. Then we have concept photos will be released, number 1, 2, 3, and 4, from February 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th. Then... A week after the concept photo number one is released, we will get the track list on February 17th because we've been seeing those VCRs in the award shows and in the concert. And why? Oh, why can't I talk? Why am I still crying? Oh, anyway, so then that's phase three. Phase four begins February 21st with the album release and it says Kinetic Manifesto Film. Coma? Oh, sorry. Coma? Come Prima, I think that's Italian, is performed by BTS for the lead single. So in English, Coma Prima means as before. That is cool. That is neat. I do love the Italian language. I used to sing in it in college. I sang Italian songs. And I enjoy listening to the language and reading it. I don't read a lot of it, but sometimes... I can see words here and there. I had to look that one up, though. I know that prima or primo means the beginning or first. 
Whew, okay. Then February 28th, the official MV, the music video for lead single. Now, there's a lot of buzz going on negatively towards the Grammys, uh, award, the Grammy Award Academy. The Oh, wow. The Academy that chooses the artists who win the awards and the artists who choose, excuse me, wow, the Academy or the panel that chooses who's going to perform at the Grammys. A lot of people are saying even though BTS was robbed of several well-deserved Grammys, at least three, that it would be very smart the way that Big Hit has arranged this comeback schedule so that their first single can be released and enjoyed before Grammys and that if BTS is on everyone's mind or the topic of a lot of people's conversation and excitement at that time that the Grammy Awards might invite BTS to perform. I think that would be very smart whether they got burned or not, whether they got ripped off or robbed from awards they should have won. They would love to perform at the Grammys. I know they said that they would like to go. They would like to perform. Of course, they want an award. But to go and perform, that would just knock off another check on their list of, of dreams and hopes. And it's wonderful. So they already got to go and be present presenters last year in 2019. And this year, if they can perform, that's just another step closer to winning a Grammy. I think that there are certain people in the music industry who still have to be won over with their affection towards various types of music. And um, but the, the excuse me, the artists that are currently winning the awards and that are in the lineup for performing, it seems like they're getting all the love right now and getting all the attention. But we know, we all know that BTS has a lot more love and attention than various artists that are in the spotlight right now and that's okay because we love them no matter what and you can't buy our love you can't um you know we are there because we're sincere about it because we are here for life and so I'm just really I'm really excited to see what happens and I want a copy of this and I will definitely get one. I'll definitely get one. Of course, I'm going to want all versions because who doesn't want all versions of the photo books, you know, and the, the photo cards. But that's not what I can do right now. So I'm just going to be happy to hear the music and to see what I can see. I know there are a lot of us who would love to just be able to have internet access, but don't have it at our homes or on our phones. Some of you guys might not even have a phone. Maybe you're listening from a computer. Maybe you have to go to someone else's house to listen to a podcast or to listen to BTS. And so, shout out to all of you who don't even have the readily available ways of streaming BTS and watching as much content as you want. Shout out to all of you who don't have any of their pictures and don't have any albums. And shout out to all of us who desperately want a copy of this album but we're not sure if we're going to be able to get it or when we'll be able to get it and there's nothing wrong with that because it doesn't mean we love them any less it doesn't mean that we're not supporting them we might not be able to support them financially 
to add to their success and to add to the awareness that they're bringing to South Korea and the, the their nation's um, pride, you know. But it doesn't mean that we don't want to support them. It doesn't mean that we don't care as much as someone else because in reality, you just do what you can do and there's no point in going into debt or crying about it. I mean, yes, <laughs> we might cry about it. We might feel bad. I probably will. Especially when the tickets uh, go on sale. If I don't get a ticket, yes, I'm going to cry. <laughs> if I do get a ticket, I'm going to cry. But I'm saving my money for the ticket. That's that's the big thing is I'm saving my money to see BTS in person, live on stage. And my boys both said they don't want to go. And I'll tell you why. It's because they, one of them, he has, bless his heart, he has high functioning autism. He does not love crowds. He does not love a lot of noise. He does not love a lot of blinking lights. So... We did go to an NF concert, and there were not thousands of people there. And there was not a lot of blinking lights there. In fact, there weren't a lot of lights at all. But NF, he's a rapper. If you're not familiar with him, you should check him out. His music is safe for children and youth to listen to. At least by my opinion, because he does not have any bad language or talk about sex in his songs. The thing that you may want to consider before um, your kids get into NF is that he does talk about hating himself and he does talk about how he wanted to die or how he was depressed. I don't know all the lyrics, so please don't quote me on that exactly, but I know that he talked about hating himself, how he talked about not being happy, and those are just heavier themes and heavier... Um, heavier words, you know, for kids that maybe they might not be ready to hear. So, but I would love, oh, that would be awesome. That'd be awesome for BTS to collaborate with NF, you guys. That would be so cool. The rap line to collaborate with him. Oh, that would be so awesome. If he could do like a whole verse. Woo, that'd be sweet. Or if he collaborated with Yoongi as a producer. Mm, that would be so sweet. It's ironic, though, and I actually want to do an episode with my boys about this. But NF, the rapper that I've been talking about, he did, he has a song called I Hate Myself. And when we went to the concert, my sister, she said that she cried when I hate myself. When he started to perform that, she cried. And I wasn't that familiar with NF at the time, so... It, I didn't really hear much because I didn't feel very well at the concert. I actually spent a long time in the bathroom because it was standing room only. There was no place to sit. And um, the doors were open and people were able to go and smoke like outside. But once you went past a certain point, then you couldn't enter the building again. Anyway, so I just didn't feel very good and... I just really didn't take in that concert very much the way that my sister and her kids and my boys did. So, but it's just ironic that here we are talking about BTS and how you should love yourself and work hard at it and just keep on going and don't give up and love yourself. And then there's NF, who is also an amazing musician and artist, and he has a song called I Hate Myself, 
So it's just really like it's a, a big contrast. It's very ironic. His song isn't bad. I Hate Myself resonates with a lot of people because there are so many people who are depressed. There's so many people who hate themselves. I've done it. I've hated myself and sometimes I still do and it's hard to love yourself. <laughs> and I'm going to lose my voice if I keep on talking, but it's it's amazing just how people can express with music, with art and with dance, with poetry. Oh, it's so amazing. Anyway, I think I've said all that I can possibly say right now because there's so much more being said elsewhere. Um, it's all over the place, and wow, it's it's so fun to be involved in this comeback. It's so fun to actually be able to experience it with you guys real in real time instead of coming in after the fact and lamenting to myself that I never knew about BTS before and that I missed out. I wish that I had been around to see their blood, sweat, and tears MV for the first time with all of you, and to see fake love with all of you, and to watch the webtoons and be so excited for each episode that came out, and and that's just a small piece of it, but I'm happy I'm in it now, and I think I'm going to feel bad for a while, not bad, but sad, I'm going to feel sad for a while that I didn't know about BTS earlier than I found them. There's really no use in dwelling on that, and so I'm not going to give too much energy to that. But I really do wish that I had met BTS in my life, in person, way back when they weren't as well known, as widely known, because you could pay for a fan signing, and I guess I don't know if they even do that anymore. I honestly don't know. I've seen a few video clips from fan sign, fan, fan sign events, and but I just heard that they're not doing them anymore, so I don't know, are they too busy, or is it dangerous, or is it too expensive, I don't know what, but bless everybody's soul, bless your heart, if you got a chance to meet BTS at one of those events. Um, I do continue supporting and encouraging them when they're on their alone time, when they're on holiday, or when they're on their free time that we don't bother them, that we don't come up to them and bombard them for their autographs or for, you know, pictures or anything. But if you see them at a fan sign event, wow, congratulations, because I would love to do that. I would have loved to tell them thank you so much for what you've done for me. I would have loved to tell them how they lifted me. They lifted me up out of a pit of despair, literally. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> I'm so grateful. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was a long one. I had a lot to catch up on. Could have split it into different episodes, but I just felt like talking to you tonight. And so if you've stuck around, thank you so much for joining me. And just take good care of yourselves. Be healthy. Be safe. Be careful. And we will all be able to enjoy this comeback and we will all be able to just, mm, just take it all in. Yes, I'm stuffy because I've been crying. So I will see you guys next time. And don't forget, you can find me on Twitter if you want to talk. All right. Thank you so much, guys. I hope that your 
gonna be able to get some sleep tonight <laughs> pre-orders is happening the pre-order links are up it's so cool okay here's a quickly a quick reminder in the USA armies in the USA only the big hits actual USA shop Amazon and Target will count as a purchase for the billboard charts if you want your purchase to count do not buy from Weply. Big Hit USA Shop has the best deal, free shipping if you order all four versions. And all four versions come with a free gift. So, pre-order uh, Map of the Soul 7. You can find the links on Twitter. Just be careful. And good luck to you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye.